You're listening to Donkey Brain the Podcast. Three, two, one. Nice. That's a really pathetic one because no yeah. one has cans in this guy. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say we should just preface it like that. Like everybody had like twist offs, like needed a bottle opener. Like it was, <laughs> it was not just like glass yeah. of metal. Exactly. <laughs> there are liquids so. being taken down. We promise. All right, episode forty-six, our Joe Biden episode. We made it. It's pretty monumental so far. We have what Brent. A- what's your last name again? Meyer. Meyer, damn it. Like the store. Nice. I remember yeah. that now. So, yeah. yeah, you can just remember it. Brett's full name is Brett Michael Meyer, so that's a pretty easy way to remember it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think the reason Colton asked Brett is because I was texting him earlier, and I was like, I think we should have Brett on the show. And I don't know if you've been listening, but we had another Brett on the show who hit somebody with his car. So we've had two Bretts, like, in the mix <laughs> where I had to preface that. So now he at least knows like, Hey, it's Brett Meyer versus Brett who hit somebody with his car. So good differentiator there. Nice. All right. I think we're going to kick off this episode with the ask of the week. And we are all in agreement here. Um, it's the suits, wall street, Robin hood, whoever you want to take aim at. <laughs> Fuck everybody. If you have more money than me, I hate you. (laughs) We've all become very socialist. It's like, fuck everybody, (laughs) fuck the rich. We've all just jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah. So, no, but did anybody invest? I know I did. uh, I did. So, this is kind of funny because I don't know. Brett, did you invest? I feel like you're the smartest person with your money out of the three of us. So, I'm curious. I figured I got paid on Friday. So, I bought one share of GameStop and then like four shares of uh, BlackBerry. So I'm only nice. like 100 bucks in at this point. Nice. So uh, me, Paul, and then Matt, who both of them have been on the show. They're like two of my best friends. I think I put in 100. Paul put in like 120. And then Matt put in 115. And collectively between the three of us, by the time we pulled out, we've made 40 cents. So if you divide that up, like my ration, I think I made less than like 20 cents. And we did, uh, fuck, what do we do? we did Nokia stock, but it was just hilarious. Cause like we pulled out just cause we were like, fuck it. This is stupid. And then it started tanking. Like we weren't even like looking at projections. Like, I think we missed it by like 15 minutes. We were just like, this is dumb. Like we don't, we don't have this money to waste per se. Like it's not panning out, but like, yeah, I feel like everybody I know who's like younger, it was very similar where it's like, Hey, I'll throw out 50 to a hundred bucks, like whatever I lose it, I lose it. But like, you're reading about all these people that are making millions and you're like, like, we should have jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of like, I'd kind of be an idiot not to. And that's why I was like, fuck it. A hundred bucks. If I lose it, whatever. Like I'm not a big gambling guy, but I was like, it would be kind of funny to be like, yeah, dude, I invested in Nokia and everyone's like, what? Like in like two years, that will just be like a foreign. They're like, why? Like, did that seem like a good idea? And you're like, well, you remember, the stock market and GameStop and that whole fiasco, but yeah, wild time. It's funny to see the companies that ended up like becoming the stars of this, like BlackBerry, Nokia, AMC, GameStop, all companies that are like past their prime. Like, oh yeah, but I think Blackberry, it was I think because... it was even like before I was in middle school, BlackBerry was on the downhill. Yeah, like I think it's just everybody wanted to get in to try to get. Like, they were trying to duplicate what was happening with GameStop with, like, the shorting aspect of it. 
but like i don't know i feel like there just wasn't enough money to be made like we all tried to come to an agreement of like hey do we pull out of our nokia stock and reinvest it in something else and we're like we're so far behind it like we're not reading stocks we're not looking at stuff like anything we see is so dated at that point that like it's a dumb investment but like yeah i feel like everything that was like the big thing you would never guess like you'd be like hey gamestop is worth this much you'd be like no they're bankrupt like what they're not going to be worth that much money so yeah very weird just time of a bunch of stupid people our age being like i'll sink some money in like what's the worst that'll happen but that's that so funny it's just a casino at this point it really is i thought it was so funny how it started with like obviously reddit reddit has a, such a huge like really weirdly passionate following so what the hell is this guy's name it's a, called like deep fucking value or something like that yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the guy on reddit that found it uh, and he was like saying all this shit on how uh that one hedge fund just shorts the shit out of gamestop so then he tells everyone like get it on gamestop get it on gamestop and then that just becomes a movement like what a ridiculous notion like oh yeah this company's dead and gone it's not going to do anything no amount of money is probably going to save this archaic thing i'm gonna throw 100 bucks on it like i we were just talking what two weeks ago jimmy with uh matt matt overall on how three digit like buying things are a scary thing we're just willing to throw 100 bucks on it we're like yeah it's gonna work fuck the man (laughs) like we're, we're gonna we're gonna beat him also a crazy thing that they're able even they i'm trying to explain this our massive amount of like loser idiot kids that are just throwing in 50 100 bucks it's still not enough to beat these billion dollar hedge funds i think that's like really put into perspective how much power these guys have and how crazy it is like we are all throwing as much money as we are giving robin hood means to make money but they're so committed to the cause of like, oh, we got to appease these billion dollar guys that they're not even willing to take our money. They're even for shit like Dogecoin. That's where I, all my money is now. Cause I'm a dipshit. I have $150 in a meme, oh in a meme currency. <laughs> and they capped how much you could put in Dogecoin. So like if you were to put your money in, you couldn't, you could not invest in cryptocurrency for like five days. What a ridiculous thing. Like what the hell? Like who is, what's, what's the, buying of dogecoin how does that hurt anybody like maybe it hurts like the bitcoin people but like i feel like crypto in general there's like such a weird like wild card like if you're like it's hurting bitcoin i'm like bitcoin's not doing great like it's not like i'm like saying like well i'm making my own currency and that's gonna hurt the u.s dollar like that's like like i feel like bitcoin just like goes up and down like it's not steady enough that it's gonna ever i guess plateau and become the thing per se like i think it's gotten big recently because people are like back on the crypto grind but like for years prior bitcoin was like trash like if you had it you're like i need to get out immediately i remember one guy paid for uh he bought a pizza in bitcoin and paid like i think this was like the mid 2010 so like before the boom in like 17 18 yeah, and he paid like forty-two bitcoins for a pizza, which now that's like a that'd be million, that a million dollar million pizza dollars. at this point. That'd be because they're at thirty-eight thousand right now for one bitcoin. That's crazy. That's <laughs> like a five hundred thousand dollar 
Uh, yeah. So. I'll be honest. I don't really know how cryptocurrency works. It's kind of weird to me when people are like, I mine it because I've like had friends be like, well, I've considered mining it, but the amount of money it will cost in electricity to power my computer, I will be losing money mining it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are we just like making up cryptocurrency and we're like mining it and just saying like, we have more it's depreciating the value but there's still value because now we have more and like i just don't really get it but it is hilarious now that everybody's like invest in this meme currency and the internet's like whatever you say like let's like i think paul was telling us like if you i think i was if you invested a dollar and it hit a certain point you'd make like 25k just like that which is alarming but like i feel like the internet's just out for blood right now like nobody gives a shit nobody everybody's like fuck this because everybody's so young like i was reading a lot of like the political side of it it's kind of like if you think about everybody our age everybody's like dude i don't give a shit about wall street like i'm young enough that like i don't really have a 401k i don't have whatever I just want like stuff to be affordable. So they're like, I don't really care if the stock market crashes. I can go pick up a house for like a hundred thousand at that point. Like it's like a weird separation in age kind of a thing, but like weird times of just people being like, I'm going to fuck stuff up. I don't really care because I'm a Reddit user. And that's kind of badass, but also kind of alarming. It's interesting looking at the age demographic. Cause like, I mean, the people investing, 13 years ago was like when the Great Recession happened and then, you know, Wall Street kind of made off while the average American lost a lot of stuff during the recession. And like, we were like in what elementary, middle school during that. So like we saw it, how it affected our families. It's just kind of just very delayed revenge for 2008 happening. Yeah. I will say what the funniest part of this whole thing was was just like the big picture everybody being like yeah everybody's you know you can trade you can do whatever and then people start doing that and everyone's like "Ooh, we gotta stop this and i'm like that's wrong like you should fix that plus like i don't know if you guys have been seeing like uh google's been like taking down like a bunch of reviews like hundreds of thousands of like negative reviews about robin hood and things like that and i'm like dude like people are just gonna lose their shit and crazy things are gonna go crazy at one point i'm like like i don't know in my head i'm like maybe this year's gonna be good and nothing has been good so far and i feel like pandemic aside crazier shit has happened this year thus far where it's like actually relatable like we talked about like like this time last year they were like world war three is gonna happen obviously it didn't now we're talking about like wow people storm the capital and like the stock market could crash because a bunch of internet people just had some spare money that they're like if we pump it in we can mess some stuff up and like it's just weird we just want to see shit burn like we don't give a damn anymore (laughs) yeah we've been inside for a long time um we look forward to normalcy but before that happens let's see the whole infrastructure fall <laughs> let's let this whole thing come apart at the seams um i saw like a really interesting i don't even know like it's kind of what uh brett was saying like the resentment towards wall street so like when the stocks go up or if like if bitcoin goes up or if anything like that if anything goes up the little man does not feel anything if that shit goes down people lose their jobs they lose their houses shit like that but yet nothing happens to the suits 
I just want to fuck over the suit. And I also think it's really funny how people from every like part of the spectrum. So you can be far left socialist, just hate goddamn Wall Street. Those people already wanted to screw over like the big corporate fat cats, right? Like even your capitalist, like conservative guys as well. Even they're like, uh, yeah, I want to make money too. Like, what the hell? Like, now I can't make money, but only that guy can make money. That's ridiculous. No, screw that. So we are all on the same page of saying, fuck this shit. Let's yeah. change it. You have AOC and Ted Cruz. I was just going to say. Like, and then AOC blasting Ted Cruz for saying like, yeah, um, don't really agree with me. Like, I'm not going to work with you considering you just almost had me murdered two weeks ago. Did you see that tweet, Jimmy? No, but so, I saw that Dave Portnoy had pointed that out. He's like, yeah. if the two of them are like in agreement on anything, that's concerning enough to be like, hey, maybe something's actually wrong. Not like, hey, this is tax cuts, whatever. Like, it's like, no, like they're both being like, we need to fix this. So that's a bigger problem. Like, also, the memes that are coming out of this are oh, great, hilarious. Prime everything like, everything is memes like i don't think i've saved so many pictures to my phone in probably like my entire life but like all the hilarious stuff so i was just gonna bring that up i love when older people like i'd probably say anyone over 40 judges are because brett like i'd probably lump you in like our generation like i don't think technically you're a millennial like you're probably right on the cusp if you are but like i love when people are like you know maybe if you did more budgeting or like you know you skipped the avocado toast or this and that and like the memes i've seen about being like well like i'm sure the hedge fund will be fine like if they just learn to budget and like you know maybe put aside for some yeah. savings or this. a second I'm like, job like yeah exactly i'm like this is amazing because it's like one of those things it's like how do you even combat that like you've said that about other things but now this is somehow different because why and it's just like i feel like everybody young is just like so tired of it that it's like no like figure it the fuck out like we're not bailing you out we're not doing shit like that like you messed up people exploited you if you're saying it's a free market you can't do anything if you're gonna do something it's not a free market and then we're gonna handle it that way but you have to you have to pick a side like it's either like hey it's not, we're bailing them out and then people are going to lose their mind. Or it's like, no, it's a free market. They're SOL. Like they fucked up, people exploited them, whatever. But that's kind of Wall Street. Like you can't just be like, they're really good at trading. We're going to leave them alone. It's like, no, that's not how that should work. Like maybe don't short 140% of a stock. Yeah. Novel <laughs> idea. Did you see that Robin Hood exec get absolutely fucked by uh, Chris Cuomo? he fucked him up one leg and down the other it was so awesome like usually i'm not a big chris cuomo guy because he's typically a douche but he went after him about these like just questioning him like so like yeah why would you do that like people the people male people that are wanted to get in to trading just that one day what was that was it thursday or friday when it all like just all came together i can't remember which day it was it was probably third yeah it was eh, probably friday actually. yeah i think it was friday and they're like, yeah, we're going to cap this whole thing. That is the most shady thing I've ever yeah. seen. Like, there's no explanation for it. They're like, oh, yeah, you can only have so much money on hand. And we're Technically, they are lending money because there's not an immediate transfer. It's not like there's, oh, here's $100 to GameStop. It doesn't work like that. It's kind of an in-between. 
So I do kind of get it. But at the same time, I feel as though they're probably pretty prepared for something like that. Maybe the app software is not prepared enough to like keep up with uh, maybe like the electronic demand. I don't even know that sort of shit. But monetary wise, I think they're pretty well off. I think they're set. I don't know. It was a ridiculous comment. And Chris Cuomo just kept digging him over and over. It was great because he was floundering. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, the whole thing in general to me has been like hilarious because like, I don't know. I feel like we're at almost like the good age of like, I have an understanding of it, but I can't be financially hurt by it per se. Because like, if I was like 60, like, you know, retirement's like very much like a thought being like, hey, I have all this money in like a 401k, like stock market is very important to me, like whatever it might be then it's a lot scarier but for me i'm kind of like no like if this is a fucked up system we need to fix it i feel like we've learned that across the board like hey this is you know even if we need to figure out hey robin hood or apps like that shouldn't exist if they're just not gonna let you free trade per se but yeah it was just a roller coaster being because i didn't even end up getting um an app or anything like that because i thought i I was not going to be allowed to like create an account or things like that which is concerning to be like hey we will let you trade or do whatever when it's convenient for us but if things are going wrong no you can't create an account no you can't pull your money out you can't buy you can't sell whatever it might be it's like well that's wrong like it's like hey we'll take your money but when it comes to pay you out we're just going to freeze it or make it an issue or things like that but yeah very just <laughs> surreal times like we're february's tomorrow january's been just a roller coaster thus far um the crazy thing like when we all started realizing what robin hood was doing twitter blowing up and us texting each other like what the fuck are they doing this is bullshit they can't do that actually they can <laughs> like they definitely can do that it's a private thing but the only option was like to just sell your stock or hold it. Obviously holding, you don't do anything. But the only thing you could do would just be to sell it. You couldn't buy more. We were all so pissed. Like, because I had AMC and BlackBerry. I was too big of a broke bitch to buy GameStop. Um, and I also thought I missed the trend. So I thought I could buy cheap on like AMC and BlackBerry and just totally rig the system. That didn't work whatsoever. Um, I think it's, again, I'll keep going here. Then I'm like, ah, shit, I'm going to pull my money out of that, which I should not have done because everybody did that. Everybody pulled their money. We were supposed to hold, and we did not do that because we're pussies. Anyway, (laughs) so then I bought Doge, and I dumped my Venmo into Robinhood and bought more Doge. It was super weirdly timed. So we bought it, and then within 15 to 20 minutes, I don't know if you guys followed it at all, it, like, doubled in price. Doubled, yeah, doubled in value. So I went from having $150 in Doge and it went up to like $320 and I was losing my mind. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to wake up a millionaire tomorrow. <laughs> like, I mean, I was losing my shit. Like, they, they can't beat us. Like we, we did it. We, we finally, we finally got on the right side of history. We're going to be millionaires. We beat Wall Street. We did it. Like I thought, I thought that was it. I woke up and it was back at like 140. I'm like, I'm losing money now. What the fuck happened? <laughs> like what's, I thought this thing was just a straight bullet to the moon, but apparently not. So 
I love the to the fucking moon thing. Like, so I don't funny. know who started that, but like me, man, Paul, no idea how to trade stocks whatsoever. I'm the closest as a marketing major to having any idea of like what's going on. And, and just constantly, <laughs> like somebody would be like, it's up 0.02%, like to the fucking moon. And we're like, we are so stupid. <laughs> like the amount of times I would text him just being like, should we just pull out for the sake of like, we're going to lose all of our money. Like, yeah, it was just. It's been fun though. It's been fun. Yeah. Other than just getting absolutely screwed. <laughs> like we all have collectively felt like, yeah, we just got screwed. Like what the hell? Like, I thought this was a yeah. free thing, but no. The good times are actually over for good. But, like, to some extent, yes. Like, I think the money-making times, but, like, I think people are realizing now, like, you can almost, like, cripple a company if you wanted to, where it's, like, like, if anybody was, like, hey, we just need to buy a ton of Google stock and then just shoot it up and shoot it down and just keep doing that so it's just, like, everything's a fucking nightmare, like people can do it like they might not everybody will have the means to because it's not like these dying companies per se but i think people realize where it's like hey man if enough of us can sink a hundred dollars a person yeah we can just cripple a company if we want to which is good but like concerning depending on who it is where it's like uh, do we just want to do this on like a random Tuesday because we're bored or is this like for an actual gain kind of a thing? I feel like we've all had this conversation a thousand times, at least thought it. I know I have. I'm like, why do we all just like get together and like just buy the same one? Because then it's probably going to blow up, right? And now it's actually been in practice. I'm like, we should have been doing this the whole time. Like, God damn it. We can, we can just hop from company to company. <laughs> all Like, you know, you ever seen that meme? Like before we were doing it, like it's like cavemen playing with rocks and shit after you start doing it it's like a utopia like the future and shit, like flying yeah. cars and everything like, <laughs> before we start just buying one stock at a time and smashing its value after that's what it would be like let's just invest in like this baskin robbins <laughs> <laughs> i feel let's like baskin robbins is a bad one though because they're actually not doing bad because aren't they owned by yeah, duncan we just gotta find it the worst thing possible what's something that's completely a block if blockbuster had like an ipo tomorrow I would smash that thing. And I mean, destroy. Yeah. That's the problem though, is I don't know enough. And that's why I was nervous doing it in the first place, because I'm like, everything I am reading automatically becomes dated as not how you're supposed to trade whatsoever. Like you need like the most up-to-date, like real-time stuff where I'm like, even if I read an article from 20 minutes ago, everybody could have already sold. So I'm like, I really don't know what I'm doing, which is concerning. But yeah, I agree. Like companies where it's like, you were pretty much like end of the line. Like, cause I think GameStop had like less than a year to live per se where it is like, okay, companies like that. Sure. But that's why I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like hundred bucks if I lose it, whatever. But you know, trying to be a part of history being like, yeah, I invested. I made like 20 cents. If that, like, like the problem is like, we don't know enough to have foresight into these things. Yeah. We just, look at things in retrospect and try to jump on the bandwagon as fast as possible, which is literally the worst thing to do ever. So that in that essence, you're probably buying high and you're going to eventually have to sell low, which is the exact opposite thing as to what you want to do. So we just don't know what the hell we're doing, but we're like, yeah, everyone else is buying it. I'll buy it too. You've just got to get lucky, which back to the point that this is just a casino. Yeah. 
Brett, what's your end goal with uh, your single GameStop share? Are you just holding it for the sake of holding it, or are you actually like keeping an eye on like what it's valued at? No, I'm holding it just to hold it. I just wanted as, it on part of the part of history. As like a moment. Fight the fucking power. <laughs> I invest. I threw the money in, not expecting to get anything back. Mm-hmm. So that's if I, fair. If I lose everything, that's what I expected. And if I somehow profit, props to me, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of where I was. I was like. If I make any money, cool. If I lose a hundred bucks, I'm like, I didn't put in like ten grand or anything. So like, you just helped works out. You just helped him a little bit. Yeah, but well, <laughs> I'm we curious to see what the other that. eleven months of the year have. We can end on that. So, Are you guys excited for Groundhog's Day uh, on Tuesday? Uh, should I be? I mean. I feel like aside, it could be good news. It could be good news. Aside from the movie, like what, like do you look forward to Groundhog's Day every year? Yeah, like, I feel like Tony Phil just... come out and shit. This be no. the first time with COVID stuff. So I've not are you betting COVID. on it? Can't you bet on that? You can he almost? Oh, always, that's a good idea. He almost always <laughs> sees his shadow, and by seeing his shadow, addicts. he just sees a bunch of old white dudes standing around him. So he's like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Back in the hole. <laughs> so that's what he does. I think last year though he did not, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" I've never seen him not do that. So let's just get huge into gambling, like dumb stuff like that. Like let's buy dying stocks, bet on Groundhog Day, like just bonkers things. But like also with betting, Super Bowl's coming up. So you know what that means? Betting on the duration of the national anthem. The Gatorade color. color How? We already have 10 minutes left. Holy hell, this flew by. We can stop talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) We can go into the next topic. (laughs) Yeah, that did really – we beat the shit out of that. But All right. All right, I'll go quick, kind of as we're on the football topic. I feel like not enough people are talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers being in the back of a truck with a case of beer. I think that's hilarious. He's kind of a dick, and I don't like him as a person. But, like, that is really funny that he's just driving and some person was like, is that Aaron Rodgers? And they took a video of him just holding up. I guess for his sake, it's good that Bud Light is such a big sponsor of the NFL and everything. But yeah, I feel like not enough people are talking about that. Talk about it. Don't talk about it. I just feel like people needed to know. So, big response. Like, you know, like sitting in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally just like holding up a case of Bud Light. Like it's just like hilarious because you're like, that guy has made more money than I probably ever will. Why he's not in the front seat? Where he's going? Like, there's just so many questions that you're like, huh? All like right. The, they're just leaving the practice field. And he's chilling in the back. What was also funny, I saw a meme about this. You know who was probably pissed about that? State Farm Insurance. Yeah. He's going to sponsor, and he's doing shit like that. Not a good look. Not a good look for a guy who's sponsored by an insurance company. That's so, fair. I didn't even think about that. His premiums are going up. That's true. He's not getting the <laughs> Rogers rate anymore. So, staying on the topic, uh, I'll go quicker. Staying on the topic of football, Matt Stafford being traded to the the, uh, the Rams, crazy. Bonkers. So, also what I think is even more crazy. So the Rams took Jared Goff in 2016, right? That was their last first round pick. They haven't had one since. So that's four more years afterwards. They have not had a first round pick. Now for the next three years, they will still not have a first round pick. That's honestly to have a almost a decade of no first round picks. 
that's freaking unbelievable. That's what you build your roster, not build your roster, but like that's what kind of elevates you to that next level. And you haven't had that for the better part of a decade. That's crazy to me. Yeah. All right. What are people talking about, Brett? What are, uh, I got one for not talking about first. Uh, so Go you're on the topic it. of football. So you got football, baseball, hockey, basketball, America's four major sports, but Right now, America's fifth major sport, The Challenge on MTV, is on. It's basically – so you know I'm a reality show junkie from the last time <laughs> I was on here. It's basically a, like a reality show Olympics in which just ex people from other reality shows just go on here and engage in physical competition with each other and kind of just beat the crap out of each other. Mm. There was one competition where they were wrestling each other on top of a truck going like 50 miles an hour down a road in Iceland. And they had to like wrestle each other off these trucks into nets hanging off the side. And two girls uh, like broke their shoulders or something like that and had to go home. Bad so, ass. I know about that. Yeah. So forget everything else we're talking about. Brett, this is why I love having you on because you bring <laughs> the most off the wall stuff. So you said it's like people from other reality shows. So it's like famous people from their respected show come on this show and like do crazy stuff is like the premise yeah so it started out so mtv had a show called uh the real world started in like the 90s ended in like 2015 it's basically jersey shore but they cast like it's not just all italians it's just a diverse cast okay and then after they finish the show normally they go on the challenge however so normally before it was just like a bunch of people from different seasons of real world however the show ended so they had to start pulling from other shows so now it's like they're pulling from like big brother uh, they got a U.S. Olympian, Lolo Jones. She's a sprinter. Uh, a bunch of people from like random U.K. shows who aren't athletic whatsoever. So it's just kind of a hodgepodge of people. And they just compete physically. There's drama in the house. They get trashed. They fight. It's, it's entertaining. What's, I guess, like the motive? Because I feel like a lot of shows like Survivor, like things like that, like there's a money incentive or things like that. But like if these people are like, bigger i guess in like the fame spectrum and like you know have their own successful shows or things like that like what do they just want to be on it for publicity or is like is there like a monetary prize like what motivates them to do it yeah there's a monetary prize uh the, i believe it's a million dollars split between the top guy and the top girl okay it's like the top like four from each gender make a super like intensive final and then the winner of that final gets the prize money like one final was they had to it was like alternating running and biking five miles like repeat like i think they had to do like 50 miles total between that and then they had to like i'm trying to think like eating gross food like hiking up a mountain interesting it is interesting it sounds like yeah. america on steroids it is I was yeah. like, i've never heard of that show but that is just like kind of a hilarious concept that they're like, well, we did it before, but like now if we just get other people that like you've maybe heard of and we can just go to Iceland and have them wrestle on a truck, like maybe people watch that and be entertained. Like, is it like the same thing as like they start with like 32 people and it's just kind of like week by week, like people get eliminated or like things like that? Or like, how does it, I guess get down to two people. 
So the way it works, yeah, normally they have eliminations. The way it works is uh, you have to get, you have to win an elimin elimination in order to be able to get into a, the final. So everyone has to go down there at some point. And normally they're like super physical competitive ones. Uh, I'd say the most, like the most notable one is called Hall Brawl, where it's, they make a three foot wide hallway with like plastic walls and there's a bell on each side. And your goal is just run, they have two, one person on each side. The goal is just run through the hallway, just get through the other person and ring the bell. So it's just super physical. Like normally there's like wrestling on the ground to try to like incapacitate your opponent. So they can't get up faster than you can get to the other side. That's wild. It is. I, I've never even heard of this show, but it's that empty. seems like it would just be an interesting thing to watch because you're like hey man like these aren't just average people i've never heard of like you could be like no i love their show but they're gonna like try to incapacitate someone and ring a bell like it's just like a weird i don't know it's interesting yeah it's uh mtv's longest running show right now i'm pretty sure it's been on since like 99 interesting and it's actually bred a few like celebrities like uh the miz from wwe started out on the real world and then went to the challenge in the early 2000s. Uh, the host of Queer Eye, Karamo Brown, started on there. That's kind of weird that, like, this show, that, like, you beat the crap out of other people. <laughs> but I guess, like, it kind of makes sense to be, like, I beat the crap out of other people. Now I'm in WWE, where I yeah. probably inflict less damage. But, like, like, it would be weird to be, like, I was on this show, and now I'm a talk show anchor. And everyone's like, okay that's weird but there actually is one guy uh johnny bananas he hosts first look which is on after saturday night saturday night live what is that first look it's uh honestly i'm not too sure i know it's some kind of talk show okay it just sounded like a weird like dating show where it's like you get one look and like do you want to marry him or not and it's like <laughs> that's psychotic like some love is blind shit yeah exactly love love is blind <sighs> waiting for that shit to come back they shouldn't bring it back it's coming back with a vengeance so all right well you have less than a minute left we're gonna have a top five episode after this it's gonna be top five school lunches so it's gonna be a main course two sides a dessert and a drink right and again yep. it's gonna be not like lunches you take to school it's gonna be lunches that the school prepares for you correct yes right that's my um, understanding yeah Okay. So look forward to that. Um, I'm going to be terrible at this because I always brought my lunch. I mean, I would every once in a while go get lunch to also supplement my brought home lunch, but it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a good one. So catch that. Do you guys have anything else? Nope. Brett, thanks for being on. I was excited to have you on, especially with everything, all the memes and all the Reddit and everything like that. I felt like you were a good fit. So appreciate you taking the time. So there we go. Thanks for having me. Glad I could do the uh, the three Pete. Heck nice yeah. Nice job. Hell yeah. Thanks, Brett. Oh.